1: Hello, hello, hello. We are back. It's the long run live cast here on YouTube and Facebook, courtesy of the 40 runs running community and running club. I'm Ian Wilkerson. Welcome along again for an hour's worth of running related chat. We've got so much to get stuck into. I've got a bevy of guests alongside me, Mr. Chris Ford, is in this week. How and, are doing, and, I've,
2: and I've just realized we've actually got five new emails to try and get through this week. So the boys, but by the way, everyone, welcome everyone. The boys asked me just before we came on about the emails and I just checked the inbox and we've had five today.
1: So yeah, we started with your apprehension that you might've had a look at them before 10 minutes before we came out. Yeah. But so we we will try and get to some of them. Sorry. but the content will be great as it always is. Um, Question Master Al's here, and um, Toby's here, producer Toby, and we've got a great guest. We've got Mr Hayden Harper with us. Hello, mate. Hello. Has to have you Thanks for coming on, Hayden. No some worries. of some of you might have seen him at the Great North Run last week, but then you probably wouldn't have recognised him he had a massive panda's head on. <laughs> so he'll tell us all about that experience and um, how that went and how, well, it we can't have gone that badly because apparently he's doing it again. He's got three weeks and he's going to do it for twice a distance around the streets of London. Which he's not really looking forward to, he says. But no, well, you know what a man—we got to <laughs> take our hat off to him, haven't we? So, Christopher, <laughs> how are you, sir?
2: Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm doing okay. Okay, all things considered. I, I just firstly, I want to point out for those who can't, um, who's listening on the podcast, Toby's had what can only be described as a disagreement with his barber. Um, mm. If you've seen it on Facebook. I don't know whether he's trying to save some weight or something for tomorrow's run in the morning, but he's gone hard. Look cold, a yeah, strictly like Milo's new wrong dog. With it? What? It's that very full
1: it? I would describe uh, it. Can
2: you let us know in the comments, please, what you think of Tony's new uh, Tony? Hello, Tony. Tony.
3: Toby's, Toby's new Barnet. <laughs> yeah, we don't
2: know what Tony's new Barnet looks like, but Tobin, <laughs> as we can see. So but perhaps just... we'll have a few words. Let about us, that, us know what Toby's Barnet is. And if you're listening on the podcast, all I would say to you is. He looks like he's about to go in the Marines, which there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's a good look. I can't well, swim. Yeah, he can't <laughs> swim. Toby can't swim, so he can't go in the Marines. That is uh, that is a problem. But anyway, um, yeah, busy week. Um, it's amazing that people have been receiving their London Marathon numbers, their virtual London Marathon numbers. It's almost like the London Marathon events people know how to send numbers out, but they'd rather just get you inside to bring those bags for the actual event so we can all... You know, avoid COVID or something. Anyway, so, but they can do it, but which they've proven. But they want us to all go to London from all over the country indoors and not spread the disease to drop off our bags. So that's good news.
1: Um, I see the lum- I, I see um, the Royal Parks. They're doing a day early bag drop as well. They're following suit on that.
2: Yeah, I've I've got my number through for that. Actually, I've not opened it up, but uh, again, that uh, defies logic. It'll for, probably
1: biodegrade by the time. Yeah, you exactly. The
2: melt by the time I get to it. But, yeah, there's there's lots going on. I had major, major FOMO last week of all you guys, and I can't wait to get everybody's feedback. So if, if everybody can get let us know in the comments, one, what they thought of the new course um, of the Great North Run. Apparently, it was a little bit hilly. And two, because we're going to come on to this, the fiasco that was the Brighton Ultra Marathon. We're going to go into this in a little bit of depth because there's a few things I don't think came out. Uh, maybe some people are aware, some people aren't, but there's a few things that I would like to talk about, as you expect. Yeah, and, just up, up on
1: Brighton, isn't and lastly, just to update
2: everybody, I've had a partial refund from Adidas. They're still sitting on 220 quid. So if you know where their office is, can you put it in the chat or send an email into to longrunshow at gmail.com. Email in um, the Adidas address, because I'm going to go there and ask for my money. In person. Right, that's
1: it. So should we uh, where do we go from here, boys? Right, well, um, well, we'll talk about the week that's just gone. I mean, I myself and Hayden, we were both in Newcastle, had a wonderful time, met loads of wonderful people, did a, well, I did quite a lot of socialising, particularly on uh, Sunday night and <laughs> staying the extra day. Um Fletch led me astray on the banks of the Tyne. Um met loads of people from uh, great people of um, the forties from the northeast. Um, Karen, Ian, Duk, Lisa, loads of others. Um, sorry if I've forgotten anybody, but um, they made me feel really welcome and it was great. I had a wonderful time.
2: Oh, by the way, hey, hey, can I just give a shout out because Petra, did you see uh, just talking about, do you see she done 22 miles today? I oh, know, and she got you free drinks, she's like a machine. I oh, know, 22 miles, yeah.
1: Sorry. Anyway, oh, well, sorry, that's another yeah, sorry, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always get a mention of Petra Warner in summer, and we, um. Uh, I'd like to think it was because yeah, we took her out for a bit of St. She did the um Great North Am for the first time. Did she PB it. it? I think she probably did. Probably did.
2: Oh, we've got to give a shout out to uh John for the super chat. I know he's listening on the podcast and he dropped in, to hit us up and then left. Mm-hmm. So thanks a lot, John. Showing love as always. So big shout out
1: to you. So I suppose oh, we're yeah. to talk about the um yeah, the course change. Um so what was it like? It was tough. It was um Obviously, and um, people who have done it before. I mean, I'm not sort of au fait with the geography in the particular areas we go to. It's sort of like a um, it's a dual carriageway, and I just got there and then turned around when uh, I was instructed to by a marshal. So it wasn't as if I could give any sort of geographical insight. But um, it was tougher towards the end, definitely going up the hills from um, from the second time hit a bit of a buffer at the uh, time bridge, which was at about the 11 mile mark and then it was tough, and also um, within that, not only was um, the gradient tough, but um, there were lots of people walking, so there was lots of, um, lots of human traffic as well, so um, it was quite difficult, that.
2: How did you find it Hayden?
3: Yeah, I know got... you dressed up, but. <laughs> yeah, that didn't help, but it was my first time, so it's hard for me to compare the route, but I found the actual route, yeah, it was tough, worst bit being going up onto the time bridge coming back, It was almost like a Double hill, come back up onto a slip road, that 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 was really tough. And as you said, mm. a lot of people started walking at that point. So there's a lot of traffic; that's hard to get around people. Oh. But it was a tough course, but overall, still a great run.
1: Lots of the elite people were saying, you know, what, how difficult it was, and things like that. So you know, that gives you a bit of um, a bit of heart that it's not just you. You know, that everybody, whatever time they were, people who are smashing, sort of like close to an hour, still thought it was tough as well. It's so What I will say also. Great North Run is obviously renowned for its atmosphere and everything. And the people still made plenty of noise. It's it's a great excuse for any Geordie kid to go out, get a whistle in his pocket and make a racket. And that was good. I mean, it is, for people who have never done the Great North Run, it is is a unique event, I think, because, well, I'll talk you through a scenario. I went, um, after I'd finished, I went to reception in my hotel just to sort out a couple of things. And the girl behind the reception desk said, oh, how did it go? And I said, yeah, 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 it was great. Yeah, I had a great time. And she said, oh, I've never done it. It's almost as if you're not, people don't regard themselves as a proper Geordie if they haven't done the Great North Run. It just takes over. It's like not owning a black and white striped football shirt. You know, sort of like you don't qualify unless – she seemed like she had to justify to me that she hadn't done it. You know, it yeah, just it's you funny. don't get that of the London landmarks when you check into the Hilton. At that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's it is
2: such a unique experience. That's why I, I do rate it, you know, as my favourite race of the year. It's, and it's not the actual running part. It's everything that goes with it. Do you know mm. what I mean? And that's why, you know, there's, it's hard, I think, for other races to, to capture that spirit. Yes, London Marathon does when you go over Tower Bridge, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. There's just, there's just something unique about but The people
1: who invested in it more than yeah. any, any other race.
2: It's yeah. part, of their, part of their culture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. And I, the comments just coming through just um, YouTube and Facebook about the course, um, about how hitty it was and tough it was. It's, uh, it seems like it was a bit brutal. Um, you know, imagine, you know, a lot of people, some people, you know, this is their first big event that um, mm. they take. I remember it was the first sort of. Major organised half marathon I did years ago, you know. And if you haven't trained for that, and then you're and you're you're, you're out there and you're sucking up for that, that's um phew, that's a tough one, isn't it? But so yeah, so hilly. Whoever, Facebook, Toby, have you chucked in the uh, link for people to make sure that they um stick that in about uh, uh, who's who. It is there, yeah. Just click on the link and just yeah. Don't... Make sure you stick you stick hmm. stick that in, people. So we
1: um, the, um, we can see the who start it is. It was a lot less regulated as well than um, perhaps I anticipated with all the different ways. It was a lot more laid back. I got there sort of like forty five minute uh, with a forty five minute gap before, and it started. Um, it starts on a usual bit of um, dual carriageway that it does conventionally. So I went down and watched a bit of the start, watched other people starting and. They were really coming through in drips and drabs. And I thought, oh, this is going to be really different. But then once you got out on the course, it was mobbed again. It was just its normal self.
2: Well, I tell you what, just to finish off on the Great North Front, here's a question for you two. Um, did you, uh, when, you they got, when you got the email, did you get by the membership?
1: I've already got a membership. I, right, this is okay. the first year of my membership. So um, right. I got one in 2019 after I did it the first time. So, yes, I have got the membership. How about you, Hayden?
3: Yes, yeah, so this was my first time, and I really enjoyed it. Mrs. Run with me as well. She didn't enjoy it as much, but so we both wasn't sure about doing it again. But when the membership come up, we both bought it. Yeah. Bought it, for, what it costs for the next. It's like FIMO, isn't it? Yeah. yeah exactly. Exactly. For what it and costs and for you know, obviously, years,
1: obviously, well. obviously, expense is a personal thing, but I thought it was a good enough deal to it get is. through and to go it enough. Is. But I, think, I, I don't know what it was. I think. Two years ago, I played about sixty quid or something like that.
3: But Obviously, also, you don't,
1: in front of that. You don't have the egg of the ballot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's all that. And I think,
2: you know, London landmarks. You know, as an example, and some of the other bigger events that do these ballots should look along that line of membership. I think it's a good shout. You know. Mm.
3: We also done. We both run for charity this year, so we almost had to raise money for that. And that was that's three hundred quid each. Yeah, mate. We I, I, that I, like yeah. That as well, you know, it's, it's a big saving.
2: Yeah no, it's it's definitely definitely one to do.
1: So, um, so
2: when um, are we while, talk... yeah, on. while
1: we were up there, there was all sorts of shenanigans going yeah, on. Yeah, that's uh, what I want oh, to get no onto it, to. mate. So I suppose we ought to get onto that. So congratulations to all the uh, newly crowned ultra runners. Yeah. from the community, you uh, completed the um, Brighton Marathon, which was five hundred and sixty-eight meters too long. Now I'll tell you what,
2: in the comments, YouTube, Facebook, whatever, or if you're on the podcast, whatever, you know, send it in on an email, longrunshow at gmail.com. How far did your Strava measure? Stick them in the comments. Be very interested to know because there's a few differences uh, in terms of what you what you ran. Now Al's been doing some <coughs> homework this week. So our firstly, do you do you know what calls and I'm gonna talk about something separate by the way to the course length. Um, But Al, do you know how how much extra the course measured and why? Just because, let's say people don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, so
0: the the course measured something like 550 metres extra. um, And it seemed to crop up that people noticed that quite early on. I guess your Strava doesn't lie. Um, In terms of the official response, um, the stuff on the website has been saying it's all down to human error. Some cones were put in the wrong place. But... You, know, you and I know, Chris, as race director, you really should be making sure those kind of errors don't happen. Um, I know you're going to touch on it, but it raises questions about how the hell did they manage to get that approved as a race if they yeah. hadn't done things like measure their course. Yeah. Uh, um, to get a UKA license, you have to show that your course has been properly measured. That may have happened, but then something's clearly gone wrong between that happening and the course setup. And again I'm about nearly a third of a, a mile break. out, you know? It's no, not, it's it's you not know, like, it's
1: not the length of a penalty area, is it? Or it's, something it's like not that. If you're corners, corners do, and nice.
0: strava having a little bit of a wobble, something's clearly gone wrong. Uh, you know, the start and finish would have been up a couple of days beforehand, and it feels like no one went out on the morning to actually do a, a pre-race ride-through, which you'd kind of expect. You know, it's balls achy having to send someone out on their bike at 3am in the morning but it's the kind of thing you do to make sure you get it right okay he didn't do it and you know mm. they're, they're paying with some pretty crap um pr uh, again i don't know if anyone's tried to do the calculations to work oh that's a joke
2: there. that's a joke they, it, oh that's a liberty what they said now the um
0: double it deduct your age Add on your door number and you might be close to, to something
2: like 26.2. I months. mean, their PR department should be shot. Why you would send that out? Talk about dig dig yourself a bigger hole, sending that rubbish out to people, saying this is how you work out your time, blah, 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 blah. It's uh, Yeah, they, they need to sort themselves out. The good news is I might go down there next year sort them out. Me and Toba are threatening to do it, so maybe we we'll go down there, Toby. What do you think? Yeah, do you reckon with this haircut, that'd be like, well. No, they won't let you in with that haircut, mate. I'll be honest with you. I don't think you'd get in most places with that Barnet. You'll get Al's actually got more hair than you. And you think about it, he's eighty-two, right? (laughs) He's got no he hasn't got his own teeth, but at the moment he's got more hair than you.
0: Yeah, but you don't need teeth for vegan food, do you? Yeah,
2: that's true. Just eating
1: grass. You don't need people, do you? So I mean, you know, joking apart, you know, the reputation of this race is you know, has taken a hell of a kick. Yeah, I think,
2: yeah, I think, uh, yes, let's say the PR department should be shot for marathon uh, weekend. Uh, Don't get me wrong. The the feedback I've got from most people, apart from the muck up in terms of the distance, I'll come on to the other thing I want to talk about in a minute. But in terms of the muck up and distance, everybody actually said it was a good event. It was well run. Everybody felt safe. And that's the most important thing, right? And the vibe was good. And that let everything down. I still don't know how they got their insurance because it wasn't a UKA licensed event. So I'm not sure how their insurance worked because mm-hmm. if you, maybe they've got a, a different, mm-hmm. they've got a large scale it's event. How
1: does that work about the UKA license?
2: UK athletics, so when you do a UK, when when we've done it, when we get licensed through our license, we're then insured to do that event. You get public liability insurance and all that sort of stuff attached to the event.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, and so you get, we get that through England athletics or UK athletics, which is the, the body above England Athletics, Wales, you know, Scotland and all that sort of yeah. stuff. Um, and you get you get the insurance to do that. You have to provide, Alan's best talked about it, but you have to provide risk assessments, COVID risk assessments and all that sort of stuff, measuring the course. There has to be an adjudicator there. I have to wonder where the, where the UK Athletics adjudicator was on the day because they're usually there to check that everything's done and properly done. But obviously there wasn't because there's no UK Athletics License. So how? Again, I'm speaking how totally about about how they should a
1: Big event like that.
2: Yeah, but so how that means they on license. Well, this is the other thing they said that uh, on the official thing on it. How that they said about that they yeah, didn't have
1: time. It,
0: I, I'm not here to defend them, but I would suspect what's probably happened is they've had a license for let's call it the old course under the old regime, um because part of their again their PR has said. We only had eight weeks to turn things around, so it feels like they've rolled forward everything they've kind of had, but haven't had time to well, check it and put This it in is place. the thing, right? An Just... Updated risk assessment and updated course measurement, and therefore, you know, they haven't jumped through all the hoops for the licensing. Purpose. When I was
2: talking to the event direct, the event people um, leading up to it, uh, because as a club, we were um, we had places. They, they were still then, and I can't remember how close it was, they still didn't have council approval to do the event. So it was, it was nip and tuck that that event was going to go through. And I think it shows the fact of how close they were in calling that off by the mistakes that they made. Now, look, we're not here to have a go at them, right? That's not what we're doing. They put on a fantastic event. It's a shame. It's human error. These things happen to the best of us, right? They held their hands up. All right, they've mucked up the PR after it in theory. Um but you know, these things do happen. So we're not here to have a gardener. But it does leave, I think, a bad taste in some people's mouths, and rightly so, because you know, they haven't got maybe they were going for good for age or, you know, a certain time, a qualifying time. That kind of thing wasn't able because they didn't get the licence through in time. So you know, we're not I say we're not here to have a garden. Most people seem to have seem to have enjoyed themselves. I think that's um yeah, that's probably the best way to it. But what's interesting now, I don't know, right. Whether this is true or not. So what I'm about to tell you, if people who were there, please enlighten us. This is, this is more from, I want the information. Somebody told me on Instagram, which is the first worrying sign is that the guy who won it or the person that won it, because obviously gender specific, the person that won it apparently was a club runner and, They told me that the the winner was paced by a club mate who joined the race at an undetermined point on the course, jumped over the barriers, that means, right? Wasn't part of the race, jumped over, paced him, um, and apparently didn't jump over at the start, paced him for a long way before pulling out. He only took the lead with 100 metres to go after being paced back close to him. Apparently, it was all over Twitter that whoever this club runner was got paced by his mate and the mate jumped out and, and pulled him over the line. Now, I'd be very interested to know whether that's true, whether everybody else saw it. Um, maybe some of the people who were spectating can jump in on that. But, I mean, technically, that's cheating, right? Well, if you're getting somebody to jump over and, I mean, it's probably nothing in the rule, but somebody to jump over from your club or club mate or whatever and then pace you um, down, down to the finish. I mean, that's that goes against everything that... that What it stands for, no? I I mean, it just, it makes my blood boil. Uh, But I'd be very, very interested to know if anybody has anything else on on this, whether it's true, because no one's seen any, I've not seen any pictures of the finisher, of the winner. Mm. I've not seen anything. So whether they try to hush it out, the fact that this bloke was and who the pacer was, I've got no idea. I'd love to know what club he was from, um, because he's probably from one of those clubs that, you know, that, that don't like other runners that are too slow, you know, where you, you know, you join thinking, oh, I'd love to get into running. You go along, they tell you, too, you're too fat, you're too slow and you've got to go and work with the kids. One of those clubs, you know, where they'll turn their nose up if you're new and make you feel really unwelcome, leave you behind, not inclusive. Don't care if you're running out, you know, if you're running a marathon over four hours, they, they won't talk to you. You know, it's one of those clubs. You know, if you go out and no one says hello to you, miserable,
1: elitist. All them people. No, it seems, it seems you know beyond. I I can't believe that somebody would want to win that much to to do that. You know, yeah, I, I, it defies logic. I, I don't and, see. You know, how, how do you how do you cope with it? You know, we all when we do these races and we all finish, we all have our particular. You know, we all have our particular aims, whether it's time or whatever, or however much we want to raise and but we have our target and if we do it brilliant if we don't it's one of those things but we try and have a good day you know surely why do you get yourself in a position where you want to bend the rules? you know it's over you know
2: yeah i I, I don't know i don't know anyway that that was the biggest thing for obviously that you know the hurrah and and that, but like it's that. obviously
1: very difficult to substantiate because we are. Yeah, I mean, I've got, like I've got no are.
2: clue. I've got no yeah. clue about it. I'm only, I'm only yeah. working on what, um,
1: what thing, what somebody said to me. But yeah, I just, well, I didn't I would, know. What uh, I would say is that if it did happen, it's deplorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's yeah. something that, you know, if people think they can get away with it, it does seem like you know, it was like there were, there were lots of you know, although many people had a great time.
2: Yeah, and that's the most important you know,
1: thing. You, which is yeah. the most important thing. It does sound as if they, you know, they had a bit of a rush on to get the whole thing done and there were a few issues. But, but I let's show, tell you what,
2: a, we've got to give a, a shout out.
1: Hang on, let's, uh, where is he?
2: Because uh, Billy messaged me in the week after last week's podcast and said, Fully, I've got you and the captain. Apparently, he's sorted out the flights to Vegas and he's just Ooh. looking after the hotel. Now... Can you guys let me know in the comments? Do you think Bill should put us up in the Win or Caesar's Palace? Because that's what he's looking at. I personally ain't too fast. As long as as long as we're close to the Strip, I'm not bothered. But but can you let let us know in the comments what hotel Billy should book for the stag do that you're all invited to, where we're going to run down down the Strip? And um, if you could let us know in the comments which is the best hotel to stay in Vegas, because Young Williams picking up the bill. Remember for his stag do. So if you could, uh, if you could let us know in the comments, that would be amazing. Right? Well, should we get? Should let's get
1: Hayden. Come on, Hayden. Jump Yeah, in. let's have a chat to Hayden, shall we? Let's do it. Ooh. <laughs> he's getting nervous now. Well, thanks for coming, Hayden. No worries. Um, now, um, can you just tell people a little bit about yourself? You know, and your connection with the club.
3: Well, I same as a lot of people. I actually hear this podcast weekly, and everyone's stories are basically the same. Good start. They, they end up going to park Run, doing a five k, move up to a ten k, then start googling stuff about half marathon plans. And Chris Ford comes up. You start looking at his trainer reviews. Then you go onto Facebook, join the 4D community. Then you're doing a half marathon, then a marathon. It's, everyone's story just seems to be the same, and mine, mine basically fits right in there.
1: Now, you told me you used to play football and then the years caught up with you a bit. I think I'm <laughs> sure I can definitely sympathise with this. I'm sure plenty of pe- other people can as well.
3: Yeah, I've, I've always played football. I so love Sunday League football. And then once you hit 40, you start going past 40, and you're trying to chase down 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, you just realise you, you just can't keep doing it. And you want to keep fit. You want to play sport. So you start looking elsewhere. And Where did I'm you sure. get your
1: inspiration from then, mate?
3: What, well, for the running, yeah. To be honest, probably my middle boy. I was at one of a football game once, and as I was there, there was a load of parents there, with a load of kids on a Sunday morning. They were running around this field. I thought, "What's all this about?" And when I went back there again, I saw him again. So I asked someone, and they started to tell me about Park Run. So I told the missus, and she took the boy down. Then he was he was brilliant. He was like eleven at the time. He ended up winning one of them, and I was literally, I was just couldn't believe he was doing this he was so good at it it's just come out of nowhere so we both started running with him and we just kept going from there so in a way yeah my, my boy was probably my inspiration to start a bit of running.
1: well how long ago are we talking about when you, you first started this doing? Was
3: about us oh, probably about about three years ago three and a half years ago
1: yeah and um you've become involved um with the satellite group so those who don't know i'm sure you know if you've been in the 40 community and living under a rock. You probably wouldn't know, but there, you know, there's lots of, um, there are lots of um, satellite groups all over the, um, all over the country. I'm a member of one myself at Hartford. We train on Tuesdays with Chris and there's various other groups all over town. And um, you, ha- you started setting one up yourself.
3: Yeah. It goes back to what Chris was saying earlier. Too many of these running clubs. You want to get into running. You think I want to be with other people. Let's join a running club. You go down there, you see the track. It's a bit daunting. I say people are at an elitist level. You just, not that you don't feel you fit in, but you almost feel like you've got to be at that level to be able to be there. Otherwise, you don't deserve your place. So I saw these satellite clubs all round and thought, these look brilliant. My problem was, I'm over in Surrey. So Chris's one's over in Essex. And the one's up north are a bit too far just to go for a, like an hour session. So I think one day he put out a post saying, if anyone wants to set one up, by all means, give it a go. So I've done my leadership in running fitness, the old Lerf. I was quite interested in it. So I put a post out on the 40 group, seeing if there was any interest. And there was, there, there was a lot of interest. And I, ironically, there was quite a few sort of prominent 40 members who were living in my area. that didn't actually go to do running clubs. They were running by themselves and they were living far away from Chris's other friends. People like, and they've had Mel Howes and her husband, Carl. They come down to ours. we got uh, Claire Henson, Paula Swallow, Catherine Drainsford, these are people that are quite prominent 40s that do a lot for the club as well. and They just weren't running. So now we've got this group together, done a poll on which night, which time, location, bit of a palaver. But then eventually we've got it all sorted out and it's been nearly six months now. We meet hey, on Rob. a Thursday night, hour Absolutely, session. Yeah. We go by what everyone wants. At the moment, there's a lot of people training for marathons and stuff. So we try to fit in people's plans. A lot of people on an easy run one week two or three people say we do we need to do a speed session so we just try and work out for everyone to make everyone inclusive it's just Brilliant. a great night for everyone to meet Brilliant. Up. Brilliant. i'll just
1: bring chris in there you know yeah. it, it just shows the flexibility that you can have within a satellite
2: well company. you know
1: i've got i've got i've got nothing but love for
2: hayden for every single person that has said you know emailed in and said i want to you know put a satellite group together social run, whatever, you know, what Alan's doing, the coach sessions in uh, Wickford and Chelmsford. And, you know, we've got all the guys, you know, up and down the country now. And these and these heroes are, are taking their own time to put, you know, members together and bringing in other people into the community as well. Like, for example, what Alan's done in Wickford's incredible, um, you know, bringing people in, they don't have a running club there. So, you know, bringing people together of all abilities, Doing it, but you know, you need somebody like Hayden, like a Helen, uh, like a Louise, and you know, all the other amazing people that we've got dotted around to start these things up. And it's all about bringing people together of all abilities, all inclusive, so you don't fear going along to running club that you're going to be made to look stupid or uncomfortable. It's not about that, it's about getting together, running, being sociable. Yeah, you want to get better, you know, it's like Ian. I know you come along because you. You want to try and improve different aspects. You know, some people come along because they want the social part of it. We do something here, everything.
1: you know, yeah, as well. and that's yeah. what
2: it's all about, but it can't be done without people like Toby, Sabrina, you know, help me out down here. Uh, and Eddie as well and uh, people like Hayden and the rest of the guys. It's, it's selfless stuff. You know, mm-hmm. they got organize it. They got to work out where they're going to run, you know, what sessions they're going to do. Like he's put himself through and done the love, which is amazing. So he's now insured to, to lead those, um, uh, runs and you know and all that sort of stuff, and add a little bit of technical in there as well, which is good. You know that's incredible to do that off your own back. You know, and and that's why I say yeah. I'm blessed. I mean, I don't do nothing. It's now just an incredible thing that these people like Hayden are coming together and doing this. It's it's amazing. It really is. And it, and honestly, when I ju- when I see the post like Kim Blesser, it's on the old social media, doing an amazing job pumping it out there. You just see these people coming together. It's you know who didn't know each other it's, it's mm. it, it blows my mind it really does and as I, say, I just hayden like you everybody just thanks so much it's incredible if you um
1: yeah so if you i mean you know there were some big events this week if you think about what a great time you had meeting up with
3: cool fact a
0: crocodile can't stick out its tongue Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
3: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss That's plushcare.com weightloss
1: People, you know, when you're at the Great North and all the, or at Brighton this week, or the other various other events that we do, there's always a few 40s knocking about. You know, think about what great time you'd have At six o'clock or seven o'clock every Thursday in your local park, if there of six or seven of you. You know, if your fans are going out for a run. and Yeah, organise it. Get in touch. We can help, right?
2: Alan is on a mission. We've had, what, two or three emails just this week from new people who want to start new satellite clubs. So if you've got the time and you've got the commitment or there's one or two of you locally... Maybe you're sick and tired of going to your, your other running club because there's, you know, what I talked about. Okay, I get very passionate about it. But the reason I get so passionate about it is because it should be for everybody. You shouldn't be told what you can and can't do. And just because of your size, your the, the journey, where you are in your journey, it doesn't matter. If you want to go out and do something, do it together, you should just go and do it. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if you've not got that available to you locally, get in touch. We can help you. The club can help you. The club is just is in the process of paying for two um, run leaders through England Athletics. So if you're part of the club, we've just offered that out. We've got some money out of England Athletics, which is great because they earn a fortune off of me from all the coaching I pay for. So, that, so the, but, you know, it's good to get some of that money that we can. The club is run as a non-profit and chuck it back. So, you know, get in touch. If, you, if that's, you know, if you want to jump, do what Hayden's done, do what Helen's done and all the other guys, you know, get in touch. We'll support you and, and just bring...
1: Everyday runners together. It's its amazing. Right then, Hayden. So we've covered that. Now, um, let's talk about this suit. Now, um, <laughs> you were um, not content with taking on the demands of the Great North Run on, um, for the first time last week. And uh, on the course, we've already talked about, you know, how tough it turned out to be. Now, um. You decided to do it in a rather sort of unconventional uniform. So, do you just want to tell us all about that?
3: Yeah. So, done the virtual London last year. and was raising money for prostate cancer. It's something that was quite close to me, and managed to raise a load of money. But obviously, it went virtual, so still done the virtual, but felt a bit of a fraud. So, trying to gain money again for another sponsorship for the following year for London again is hard when you keep going to your friends and family for sponsorship. So, I know I needed something different. So we come up with this idea of dressing up. And the idea of a panda the idea of a panda come up, it rhymed with, they Have a prostate panda. Uh everyone likes a panda. They're not harmful at all, are they? No one dislikes pandas. So we just thought we'd give it a go, and see what it's like.
1: So you didn't so you got um how did you get the kit then? How did you get the
3: Literally it's an eBay job. I thought <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the panda. The people at prostate cancer are quite supportive. If they said Get yourself a costume, and we fund it and stuff. Uh, so I look around, I'm looking at mascot costumes, but they were massive and chunky, and oh, they're really bad. So I ended up getting this one, and I've adapted it slightly to make it as easy as possible. But how did you do that then? <laughs> so. The, the base of it is basically like a onesie, and I don't know if any you wear onesies, not that I do. No, they're no, really t- he they're,
1: they're, no, no, really Alan tired. does, he knows.
3: Alan does. Alan's got his Chris Evans and Run Testers one. <laughs> 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 they, they tend to come a little bit tight, a bit short, so I had to add in a sort of like a belt bit, and then we had to adapt the head a bit to make it. So it's quite a big, bulky head that moves around, so we bung some sponges in there and adjusted the nose, cut the eyes out so I could see. A bit so A bit of fraffing around, but hopefully Great North was meant to be a bit of a tester, ready for London. So it went okay, but so you're doing you know, it again. I'm but Hayden,
2: again. if for all the shoe tube for shoe tube reviewers that love to love to watch on the on the YouTube, how did you find the Alpha flies in a in a panda suit?
3: <laughs> I love the Alpha flies. I'm self confessed. I know, I, mate. I love you
2: love the, them, didn't you?
3: I love an Alpha fly. Yeah, really do. <laughs> I think the panda got on well with them. Yeah, I saw. You know. I,
2: was that because you needed a little bit more of a platform to get you going? <laughs> yeah,
3: that definitely helped. Yeah, because I helped.
1: suppose they're onesie It'll drag a little bit towards the bottom of your feet, wouldn't it?
3: Yeah, and that just lifts me. I'm not the tallest person, so that
2: just lifts me <laughs> up a little bit. Brilliant. That's it. Have we got any questions? Any, sorry, got, have we got any questions? Now
0: we've got loads of questions. Oh, All right, piling yeah, well, yeah, we'll give you there. We have
2: to a few questions. Hayden's right. getting so much love in the chat, and I've just come through. And it's about a three million questions. So I just thought... But you're getting some big love, Hayden. I tell you, there's some that's big good. love for
3: you, bro. Good, good. Love it all.
0: Right, far away, Al. Far away, right. Okay, I've got to declare an interest. I had nothing to do with this question. I can absolutely confirm oh, That's a lie, this. isn't it? That's Michael Logan is not a pseudonym of one of my uh, aliases. This is, this is a lie. But he'd like to know, who else may you be watching on YouTube? Well, it it's, not,
2: to... it's not Nick from the Run Testers, because all I do is I, I just say ours is, as is Nick from the run testers put anything out and then our tells me everything, what the run testers in depth have reviewed have, this week. Chris,
0: Chris, in my defense, you've got to know what the competition are doing. So I'm doing a vital mark piece. Of yeah, I know, I know. And if
2: I was paid, if I was getting paid by Coros and that lot, like, I'd be doing everything that they're doing as well. So well done. Uh, I'm uh, hashtag unbiased. Um, uh, the other the person I really like, and I've always followed because he's incredible is Andy Forrest of Dean Runner. Um, that guy is an absolute assassin when it comes to races. Uh, he's a machine. He's about 18 foot tall, um, but he's an incredible athlete. This Messi happy is a favourite of mine as well. Um, those two guys are very good uh, qualified coach as well. Um, he's very, very good. Very good editing, very good content. Kafuzi uh, as well. Uh, Mike's a great guy. And that's probably about it. I don't spend too much time watching uh, stuff. Obviously, I put out content but i don't i don't tend to follow it i just usually just um get in touch with al to find out what the run testers are up to or what chris evans has been putting
1: out or what's that uh, engine room he, you know
2: yeah i mean you if you need to know anything what's going on you just ask our, and then he'll quote you something from Vassos, chris evans or nick from the run testers uh, you know so you know he's just a fountain of knowledge but now hopefully that answers that question.
0: Okay, we've, we've had loads of people comment about the, the GNR course and lots of views about the hills and stuff, but Jason Lee has managed to capture it into a question. So it looks like he nailed it in two hours four on Ooh, the I just course. So the, the ultimate question is, had, we been, had he been running the regular or if that's the course for next year, is sub two a possibility? Can he find four minutes on the flat? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. yeah, 100%. That's just pacing. Four minutes pacing. It's pacing
1: and fueling. 100%. I beat, my, I beat my time by 20 minutes.
2: Yeah, but that's because you come on a Tuesday night and you're dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> that's, well, what you know,
1: dedication. that's what Roy Castle used to say. Dedication, that's what you need. There you go.
0: What else we got crooked yeah. out? Okay. Um, Jay or Jay, not sure how to pronounce it. Um, again, another one of our YouTube followers has got some new shoes ready for London. Is it too late to break them in? Has he got time to kind of... How long have we got? To London, three weeks. Three weeks. I know they
2: managed to send out the numbers three weeks in the fans. Um Three weeks. Yeah, if you wore them every day, like like just normally, like don't you can run in them a few times. But yeah, if you wore them in, broke them in, yeah, no worries. Sure, why not?
0: There you
2: go. Some shoes are funny, aren't they? I remember like the glide ride. stuck them on, went twenty miles. Bosh, job job done. Didn't even didn't even feel like I'd run in them. I put on a pair of. What was it? and uh, dolphin shifts, twos, just for three miles. And, and they, you know, tore me taught me something. And Toba can tell you what they were like over 20 miles, because basically I moaned about them for 20 miles. <laughs> but just after three miles, uh, when I did, you know, first out of the packet, they, they were, you know, they're just awful. So it, it, it some, it just depends on the shoe, I would say. But, yeah, if you just wear them around the house, wear them to Tesco's. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure you've got plenty of time.
0: Whiz around those aisles in your alpha flies, one. Yeah, go
2: down the vegan sex uh, section and get some vegan croissants. That uh, apparently they're in Audi, they sell them.
0: Yeah, there.
2: Uh, they do, yeah,
1: apparently. They're like Greg's to me. Allegedly, yeah. Look like Greg's
2: yeah. to me, but
0: yeah. So one of our shy Facebook users is contemplating a marathon. Do it. Um, but doesn't yeah. think they've got the time or the willpower. So what advice would you give them? How do you how'd you just kind of pluck up that courage to go for it?
2: What do you think, Hayden?
3: As you said before, the best way is to start doing slower, uh, smaller races. Enter a half, enter a ten k. It gives you a bit of confidence, and then yeah, go for the big one. Just go yeah. for it. Life's yeah. too short to worry about these things. Yeah, Just
2: exactly. If you really could do a half marathon, a week,
1: can you? <laughs>
2: if you could do, if you could do a half marathon, right? You can do a marathon. Absolutely, because to to be able to do a half marathon, you've got to commit to a training plan, pretty much. Unless you're one of these lucky people like Toby who's really annoying and can just run like he'll run 20 miles and like he's just been to the shops and back. But if you're not one of those lucky people like Toby, you know, you've got to dedicate yourself to a 12 week plan. You've got to go through the rigmarole. You've got to build structure into your life and you've got to commit to what you're doing. So if you can do a half marathon, 1 million percent, you can do a marathon because it's, it's all about structure. It's all about, you know, putting together a plan for yourself, um, being selfish enough to commit to it and and getting it done. All the other stuff is just noise and and it's, you know, you can do it. So absolutely. Like Hayden said, life's too short. Get out there and do something awesome.
0: Cool. Excellent. So I'm not sure you'll know the answer to this, Chris. And yes, you've been uh, scanning everyone's feed. But Colin Hunter, another YouTuber, wants to know how many 40s are doing the Manchester Marathon. So if, if you're a 40, drop it in, let us know. I'm sure we'll have a feature on that in, in coming weeks. Um, the lovely Kim Tobin has uh, got a couple of things for us to note. She's been to Caesars Palace, apparently. So the, the good news oh, is Billy. Billy, it's lovely. Billy. The bad news is it's blooming expensive. Bill's paying.
2: <laughs> no, it, it, Bill's paying. Me and the captain into Caesars. I'll have some of that. Thank you very much.
0: She's also got a, a serious question. So... Um, she wants, and obviously it was it was difficult running further at Brighton. But you know, what what would have been your, our reactions collectively had it been too short? Yeah, I make you that right. Up, too short.
2: I make you right, Kim. Absolutely right. Absolutely bang on the money. And and I think that's you know you have got to take a step back from all the furore around it. Like I said, you know, <laughs> when we were ranting and raving, the most important thing was one, people were safe. Two, people had a good time. That's all that matters, isn't it? So you know. Uh, hang on, what's this Edinburgh? Hang on, no, Todd, I've just seen something oh. in Edinburgh. The reason I'm, I'm looking is because Tobin and I are doing Edinburgh next year. What's this? Doing Edinburgh marathon fueling
1: me. in I'm May.
2: Doing what should I take for fuel during the run? Uh, well, you should practice your fueling before in your training, really. So whatever you yeah. have been using for training or if you're going to be doing it. When is Edinburgh? It's not They're not it's, doing it's it at the, back the second
1: edition. bank holiday in May.
2: Yeah, so between now and then, practice your fueling in your in your long runs and in your training, whether that be gels for convenience, natural food. Um, If you can't stomach anything gel related, there's some good vegan products out there that Al can testify um, in terms of that are, and I'm not taking a mickey for once that are gentle on your stomach. Um, Chocolate hobnobs. Well, your chocolate hobnobs technically aren't vegan. That's another story. We'll go into that another day. Um, but yeah, I would just say practice your fueling now, whether that, and get yourself something that that you can tolerate, and then just get yourself s- set up and and ready to go on it, really. But I was, was just because uh, I'm only asking because uh because and I are looking at that as our A race next year because yeah. apparently he's oh. net downhill. It's gonna be great. I'm going. Yep. Yeah. It's a, a so. should we hit the lightning round, chaps? And I oh, oh, yeah. hang on oh, before you do it. You all got hammered, by the way, about the lightning round. Somebody on, a, on, a, on one of my videos commented that they think it's hilarious how slow the lightning round is. They actually <laughs> think it's brilliant. Now, oh, what, what I couldn't say to that person is that you have to remember how long it takes Al to read something. You, you know, he is blind. He's 82 years old. We only <laughs> get him for an hour from the home. So remember at our age.
1: They've only got dial up at the old people's home as well. So yeah, that.
2: at that age, it takes a little while to get through stuff. So our lightning, he thinks he's doing it really fast because of you know how it all works when you get to I that hated. age. Good for but Al, you are absolutely hammered in the comments on one of the videos. So I'll leave it over to you. So Tob, do you want to roll the titles? Nick would never say that. <laughs>
0: Welcome back, Hayden. Are we up for that challenge? I'm up for the challenge. Bring on. should we just go for it? If you're a regular podcast listener, you know what's coming. You probably also know the questions, but let's go for it. (laughs) Bucket list race.
3: I'll go New York.
0: Pre-race breakfast.
3: Wheat a bit drink and a bagel. Favourite distance. Go half marathon.
0: Half marathon. Adidas or Nike? I think we know the answer. Nike. Okay, favorite brand of running shorts when Night you're wearing or... them, Night. Coke or Pepsi. Coke. Summer training or winter training?
3: Oh, goes summer training. Okay, road or trail? Definitely road. Okay,
0: what's on, what's your one song playlist?
3: For longer, longer distance, a marathon. Something that needs to get me going. Probably Survivor, burning. Oh, the one from Rocky Four.
0: Okay, um, what's your next costume after the panda? Oh, just shorts and t shirt. That's oh, the okay. lot. I'm done. There I'm you go. The I think we've set a new PB. <laughs> Roll this one.
2: I love that song. I love it. Is it Heart Top Floir? Is it Bert? What's it called? Um, I know what you mean. yeah.
3: Burning
2: heart, yeah, yeah. It's such a good song, that really is the whole. Actually, that whole Rocky theme tune. I remember when we did the virtual stuff uh, on a on a Wednesday night for the guys, and we used to play music. It was really bad music, but we always finished off with the Rocky soundtrack. It was epic, just to Definitely. just to get the guys through it.
3: Definitely, such
2: a good theme tune, and There's I like that was auditioning for Hospital Radio on yeah, that Hospital and Radio awesome. auditioning for, and I like that 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 Hayden said that he likes the Summer Train because. You're not the first person to say that. I was I was surprised because the postman said that as well. And it's, we've had a few guests who have said summer training. Mm. I, I and I would swear if you speak if we should probably put put a poll up, but you know, the the split I think has probably gone more not 5050 towards uh you know between winter, but I think there's probably more people who are enjoying summer training because they've had to, because the marathons have been switched. Uh and, and obviously the half marathons as well. So how more how many more people have got into summer training and enjoyed it, I think is, is, and again, I think that's one of the positives mm. from the pandemic where people have been out in the better weather running. They've got kind of used to training in that better weather. So I think that's, that's
1: because yeah, that it's going to be my, you know, fingers crossed it will be my first completed marathon training plan. And uh, it's, it's changed me as well. I'm getting to bed earlier. I'm getting up earlier in the morning to go out and but I've found it all beneficial and Obviously, you know, if it's winter training and you're getting up in the morning, it's gonna be dark. So that's gonna be a bit a little bit tougher yeah. when we start doing that. Definitely. Should we get into some emails since I've got so many yeah. that I've not answered? We've got emails, ladies and Well, to be fair, we I said them, them out, we just and we has, talk about them.
2: It's just five that I've had like I think the last two days. So again, right, people who are watching this and we love you, <laughs> and people who are listening to this is the podcast, we love you. But you have to remember we don't know what we're talking about. We need your help. Get in touch via long run. Was it long run show? Still don't know it in uh, episode 13. <laughs> long run show at gmail.com. We want your questions. I will answer them eventually. We want your content. We want your ideas because at some point we're going to run out of stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah. Well, I we'll might have three months. I don't know.
2: But get them in. We need them. We'd love to hear from you, even though this. Weakened a bit, I've been a bit lapsed, okay, so my bad, all right, but here we go, now we're going to start with the older ones, because I think that's only right, some of these are shoe related, so we'll back through those, and we'll get them done a bit quicker, oh my life, I've just clicked into one of them, you won't be able to see it on the podcast, see how long this email is, oh blimey, if anyone's watching live, thank you very much, it's yeah. about, it's an essay, we'll come on oh, to that sure. another day, it's about stability shoes, this is where we should have done this before we went live, really. It's um, wee business. Yeah. Look, another one. Look, another one. <laughs> if you're watching on the podcast, I'm scrolling yeah. through my email, right? And I love you guys because you sent me, like, love letters in. It, but it's so yeah. long, I can't. That's another one we'll have to come on to. That's about carbon-pated Right, here we go. Oh tight. This is my guy. Look, my guy, Raymond Morrow. Raymond, you're my guy. Look short and sweet to the point so let's hit right let's hit Raymond up greetings from Tennessee yeah what a legend <laughs> Tennessee <laughs> I, <like you> already. <laughs> I did a marathon 2 weeks ago and now struggling on my training for my next one in november my legs feel like lead and i cannot pick up the pace on tempo runs am i trying to move back into training too quickly or do i need to quit whining and get working on those legs back into race shape thank you Raymond from Tennessee what a legend. Every Tennessee.
1: Everyone, Raymond.
2: Now <laughs> we're gonna put this over to you. Qualified coach that you are. Let let's have put you under pressure. He's done a marathon two weeks ago and he's struggling. He's got he's got his
0: next one in November. What would you
2: advise? Coach Hatton.
0: Where are we? We're kind of mid-September. Um, he won't lose a lot of fitness, so I think he's got to scale it back a little bit. Um Partly, it depends on you know, whether he's been able to get and do any decent recovery runs. I hope that the heavy legs and the, the aches and pains haven't prevented him from, from running at all because um, that would be key, keeping his legs turning over. Um, we all do need some rest, but I think it's also in the head. So some people will want rest and want to kind of start again because they want the, the plan. But if you haven't got that time, then I think it's, for me, what I'd be doing is I'd be going looking at my 18 weeks and seeing where I can drop in, you know, if I've got that level of fitness, can I drop into week eight, and again, I think it depends on whether you're going for time, whether you're just going for the fun, in terms of what expectations you lay on yourself, so I would say it's as much in the head as it is in the legs, when it comes to doing back-to-back marathons.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I would I would tend to concur, I mean, the captain spoke about it last week, didn't he, when he was saying about, I mean, he had three weeks, or two weeks, so it's just, it's, it's slightly different, but I I, I wouldn't, Raymond, I would, I would go along with Alan and say, I will not you said you'd quit whining and get on with it. I would, to a degree, quit whining but and quit whining, but understand that you're in a plan between the two and, and work through that plan. Don't put too much pressure in terms of getting those tempo runs in. That speed will come back into those legs. You've got to just get the marathon out of your legs first, I would say, and the speed will just come back naturally. So yeah, maybe shorten up those tempo sessions, you know, just do short ones, maybe, you know, a couple of shorter sets of uh, a bit of fartlek or something like that, just a, a gentle bit of speed play, something like that, just to uh, liven it up. But take your time, like Al said, and just, yeah, get that, no, get that marathon Let us know
1: get on, Raymond.
2: Yeah, let us know, Raymond, from Tennessee, my hero. Right, uh, Penny, Penny Rushbridge, who's coming up uh, Snowden with us, chaps. She's running up the mountain with us, which is good news. I have a question. I'm meant to be doing Warwickshire Bear Ultra, Oh dear, we're the worst people to ask about this. Where's Ian? Where's Ian when we need him? Um uh, On Sunday, well, good luck, Penny. Uh, then London two weeks later, well, London Marathon. Sorry, would you do it then? Taper? Um Well, yeah, I think after doing that ultra, I'd probably be laid out. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> my taper, my taper would be me, <laughs> like just laying on the what, at the end of that finish line, probably for two weeks. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty hardcore, isn't it? Yeah. I, I would, um, I would do the ultra and then just, yeah. I mean, you want to tick over a bit, don't you? You want to. It's hard because I don't know as you as a runner, so I don't know how much ultra marathons you're doing. But um, you really want to get something going through the legs, but you've got to get that. You've got to get some recovery from that ultra first. You you don't you know you're going to tear the life out of your muscles, so you want to give yourself. Plenty of rest, plenty of recovery, and then get back into it, and just work gently into easing those legs back in. I would say, I just, I just wouldn't go mad. Anything else said from your side, boys? Or I mean, we well, ain't I got good now.
0: From an ultra's point of view, you hopefully you're not running it at your London Marathon race pace. God help us. So, obviously, it depends on on the the kind of course. Is it going to be hilly? Is it going to be roads? They tend to be trail. So I think just take it easy, enjoy the ultra. It will yeah. be time on your feet maybe a chance to practice fueling yeah use it to, to practice your 45 minutes or your 50 minute fueling strategy you know get some benefit out of doing that ultra that, that i've got a brilliant idea
2: you. use the ultra to listen to the previous 12 12 episodes of the long uh, the long run podcast that i can't even remember the email addresses and i can just about pronounce the show name how about that there you yeah. go penny better Added way in
1: 13 hours yeah
2: I've got one more question, and then I think we'll call it a day. Um, and the only reason I'm going to uh, get to this email because it's it's one of
1: my local heroes, the postman. He's coming. Oh, congratulations on his uh, exploits at Brighton! Smashed your life out, bright. Brighton. So no. I
2: tell, so- tell you something funny about the postie. You, you know, before he did it, he was charging up Clayton Hill like he was like on the run from the old Bill. But he um, he turned up on Wednesday. And we done it like a game thing because we, we was mucking, not mucking about, but we, it was something serious related to the training, but we, we did a game. He went out there, Toby, didn't he? he? absolutely, they had a certain period of time to get to places and back. The postman ran at just like Usain Bolt speed, 6k, done it like he'd never done a marathon. Like it's like he hadn't done anything at the weekend. He was just absolutely destroyed it. So he's a machine anyway. Um, I can't watch this week. So he's listening on the podcast. That's good news posting. With London Marathon two weeks away, I keep seeing articles suggesting sports massage. Good for before and after the event. Most places offer either 30 minutes or an hour sessions. But for someone who's never had one, what would you suggest? Should I book a pre-marathon 30 minute session, then an hour one after the event, or don't waste my money? Right, Hayden's shaking his head. Hayden, jump in.
3: Oh, oh personally, for me, if you Haven't had one before, then don't waste your money. If you haven't had one before, and your running works for you. Carry on doing the same thing, don't change anything. If you have one before, and they go a bit rough, you're going to be in trouble one a day.
2: He's absolutely right. I couldn't agree more with you, Hayden, to be honest with you. It's Hayden, it's like we're brothers we, and we're connected, <laughs> right? Do you know, like through our minds? Um, so yeah, everything. I would say the same thing. I would, well, you know, what if you want one afterwards, yeah, do whatever you want. Go, I'll tell you what, Posty, I've had a brilliant idea, brilliant idea. Why don't you take me and Tobes uh, – we can't take out because he's not allowed out of home – Wilco and Hayden. Why don't you take us to a spa, right, <laughs> and then we can all have, like, massages and that lot. We'll get the Royal Mail to pay for it, and we can go – yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah,
1: they're caning it. They're they are can
2: afford it. The, cane, the amount of money you think that, that they are sending Alan all the shoes that the testers review and all his vegan products and his uh, vegan croissants from Audi that they send to him, you think how much money they're getting. So no, I, I'm, I'm with Hayden on this. I wouldn't, if you've never had one before a marathon, don't. Don't do anything new that you haven't done. 100% don't do anything new because they could aggravate your IT band. They could go too deep on your calf muscle. Or, you know, it's just not, it's a minefield. If you've had them before, some people really recommend it. Loosen up your calves and all that sort of stuff. And, and, and that's great. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't do anything new two weeks out. And and to be honest, the way you was running, bruv, on Wednesday, you didn't look like you needed much help. Yeah, a machine. He doesn't. Yeah, that you, sort of you
1: did.
2: You didn't look like you needed a sports matchup. But I look forward. As five, we look forward. Well, Alan's not allowed. Um, but we look forward to coming along. I reckon Champions is a good chat. What do you think, boys? Royal Mail yeah, Champions could day, day
3: out. out. We do that. We do well,
1: that. I was up at Hanbury Manor playing golf the other day. That was nice. We could go there. Yeah, you, you cleared up, didn't you, Brav? We've got, I didn't we've know. got yeah. our goal coming out. I'm looking forward that. Uh, yeah. I was top banditry.
2: <laughs> right, Al, have we got anything else? Because
0: I've just seen boys that we've been talking absolute nonsense for 57 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want to come back on Toby's haircut. We've been conducting a poll of all our listeners and viewers. Yeah. And it was it was nip and tuck, so I had mm. to give the final vote to mm. Mrs. Fawdy she says it just looks lovely.
2: Yeah, but oh, well, oh, she right. would say that. She would say that. She she's too she's so nice. She's the complete opposite of me. She's just so nice and genuine. But, uh, can, can we just
1: give a shout out for your um bridges run on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, give us the
2: spill Let's on that. On yeah, now. so
0: there's gonna be loads of Fordy, so look out in the, the Fordy Facebook uh group. Stu Edwards has, has taken the lead on putting this together. So it is a it's a charity event. We're going for a, a world record, apparently. Um, it's a twenty five k walk and run across sixteen of London bridges, and I will be debuting a new shoe come the weekend. <laughs> That's
2: recommended by Nick from the Run Testers. That's recommended
0: by, the right. by Nick Harris Fry from the Run Testers. Yeah. So for those of you that are listening, it's a um, Super Croc. So, uh, the crop challenge. Out. Uh, a serious note, uh, you said it's for charity. Uh, is there a, a page is it in the Facebook group where people can donate? What Stu charity was, is it? Stu has put stuff up. So, go head to the Facebook page, look up Stu, and he's he's been providing all the details. Okay,
2: yeah, just to if we could give a shout out to the charity, that we we've, we've got to get Stu Edwards, I know he's a busy boy. We've got we've got to get a uh, big Stu on the channel at some point. I think that would be a, a great convo um up there with talking to hayden i think that would be a great <laughs> one to do so um my brother hayden
3: yeah my brother. My so brothers. um yeah
1: thanks very much hayden thanks ever so much for coming on mate and giving us an insight not only into your panda wearing costume mm. activities but um your great work with the uh the satellite club down in surrey yeah, thanks thanks that, again. and uh thanks very much for joining us welcome back anytime Offered, so and someone who offers some insightful advice as well, which is quite a rarity in this. <laughs> especially, session, yeah. Sure, especially out of our Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good, mate. Yeah. Showed us right up. So <laughs> that's lovely. Thanks ever so much for coming. Thank you all for watching and or listening. Um, if you're, um, weren't able to catch the, uh, live cast on YouTube or Facebook on Friday, um, Download it as a podcast on all your favorite Spotify and Yahoo. Amazon, and Amazon now, boys. Amazon, Amazon. Amazon, Remember, now. Alexa
2: Amazon. Play long run podcast. Yeah. Apparently, it works. Alexa, play long run podcast. We had this, Toby, tell them, tell them. We had, we had, a, had a report through um, that, yeah, apparently, some, uh, various people's Alexa started playing the long run podcast last week when you mentioned it.
3: So, Alexa, it really play right? long run yeah. podcast what the echo play wrong long run podcast in case i change echo. the names out run no, podcast.
1: so what? thank you very much ladies and gentlemen for listening um we'll be back next week at seven o'clock usual sort of uh, nonsense really um enjoy <laughs> your running over the weekend <laughs> and we shall see you next week at seven o'clock thanks for joining us well then Bye, everyone card. take care